0: Welcome to the Essay Shark podcast. If the text is more than 1,000 years old, can modern people understand it? You and I have to figure this out. This podcast will examine the analysis of the epic poem Beowulf. Beowulf is a heroic poem, the highest achievement of Old English literature and the earliest European vernacular epic. The work deals with events of the early 6th century, and while its composition is uncertain, some scholars believe it was written in the 8th century. Although originally untitled, the poem was later named after the Scandinavian hero Beowulf, whose exploits and character provide its connecting theme. There is no evidence of the existence of Beowulf in history, but there are some characters, places, and events in the poem for which historical evidence can be found. The poem did not appear in print until 1815. It is preserved in a single manuscript from circa 1000 and is known as the Beowulf Manuscript. Before the analysis, take a quick look at the plot. By going to the Shark blog, you can learn how to independently analyze the characters' characters and compose an analysis of books. So, what is the essence of the Thousand-Year Beowulf? Beowulf unfolds in the realms of ancient Scandinavia, where the heroic Yiddish warrior, Beowulf, embarks on a legendary quest. The tale begins with the harrowing attacks of the monstrous Grendel on the Great Hall of King Hrothgar in Denmark. Drawn by stories of Grendel's terror, Beowulf arrives at Heorot to offer assistance. In a fierce battle, Beowulf confronts Grendel, using his immense strength to rip the monster's arm from its socket, bringing a temporary end to the Danes' suffering. However, the victory is short-lived as Grendel's vengeful mother retaliates, sparking another epic confrontation in the depths of a mysterious lake. The narrative extends into Beowulf's later years as he ascends to the throne of the Geats. His courage is tested again when a fearsome dragon guarding an ancient treasure awakens and unleashes fiery havoc upon his kingdom. In a final act of heroism, Beowulf faces the dragon in a battle that becomes the pinnacle of his legendary saga. The epic concludes with Beowulf succumbing to mortal wounds inflicted by the dragon. His death marks the end of an era, leaving a legacy of courage, honor, and the enduring spirit of a true hero. The poem reflects not only the courage of its protagonist, but also explores themes of loyalty, fate, and the eternal struggle between light and darkness. Beowulf is a timeless testament to the power of heroism in the face of monstrous adversaries. Now, we can analyze what we learned earlier about Beowulf. Beowulf belongs metrically, stylistically, and thematically to a heroic tradition grounded in Germanic religion and mythology. It is also part of the broader tradition of heroic poetry. Many incidents, such as the tearing off of the monster's arm and the hero's descent into the mirror, are familiar motifs from folklore. The ethical values are manifestly the Germanic code of loyalty to chief and tribe and vengeance to enemies. Yet the poem is so infused with a Christian spirit that it lacks the grim fatality of many of the Eddaic lays or the sagas of Icelandic literature. Beowulf seems more altruistic than other Germanic heroes of the ancient Greek heroes of the Iliad. Significantly, his three battles are not against men, which would entail the retaliation of the blood feud, but against evil monsters, enemies of the whole community and civilization itself. Many critics have seen the poem as a Christian allegory in which Beowulf, the champion of goodness and light, fights the forces of evil and darkness. His sacrificial death is seen not as tragic but as befitting the end of a good, some would say too good, hero's life. That is not to say that Beowulf is an optimistic poem. English writer and Old English scholar J.R.R. Tolkien suggested that its total effect is more like a long lyrical elegy than an epic. Even the earlier, happier section in Denmark is filled with ominous references that contemporary audiences would have well understood. Thus, after Grendel's death, King Hrothgar speaks sanguinely of the future, which the audience knows will end with the destruction of his line and the burning of it. In the second part, the movement is slow and mournful, scenes from Beowulf's youth are replayed in a minor key as a counterpoint to his last battle, and the mood becomes increasingly unhappy as the W-I-R-D, fate, that comes to all men closes in on him. Centuries change each other, but we are all also capable of understanding and analyzing the thoughts of people who lived long before us. We are also interested in myths, sometimes, we want to find ourselves in a fairy tale in which the world's monsters are just fiction. There are still many episodes ahead that will help you quickly learn about the plots of famous books and then write your essays for college. Going to the Essay Shark website, you can find helpful information on the blog and professional authors anytime.